lovely people. I am back and ready to talk to you about imposter syndrome. Get ready. Hello, and welcome to About This Writing Thing, a weekly podcast about living the writing life. I'm your host, Sayward Bieler, novelist, short story writer, podcaster, and imposter. You heard me right. Prior to recording this, when I first began writing these show notes, I nearly added the additional 14,000 words needed for my work in progress. I had less than 2,500 to go and only 15 chapters left to edit before sending to my editor. I should have been feeling great, but I wasn't. On the 2nd of February, I entered the shower in a fine mood, but exited almost in tears. Yes, it happened that fast. As I lathered my hair, I thought of the Donald Mass writing the breakout novel the book that I'm reading, one of the books that I'm reading. I thought about the RWA scandal and the American Dirt criticism and how I may be criticized by the masses for the diverse characters included in my narrative, of which there are two in a cast of less than 10. And I thought of just how many of us are going for traditional publication and how many make it. And then I thought of how many get the first book deal and don't get another. You get the point. By the time I stepped out of the shower, my anxiety was through the roof, and I was left thinking, what's the point? I tried talking to my husband about it, tried to get him to understand exactly what I was feeling, but I couldn't articulate it because I wasn't even fully aware of what I was feeling. Yes, I was overwhelmed by the emotions of what if I'm not good enough to ever be published. My social media presence is small, my query writing skills are abysmal, and I don't even want to talk about my ability to write a synopsis. It's actually my inability (laughs) to write a synopsis because I'm horrible at it. As with everything else in life, in my mind, I am an undesirable because I'm not good enough. And there it was. Despite having gained so much knowledge about my craft, regardless of how many people tell me I am a strong writer, I don't think I'm good enough. And all these outside things that I'm reading and hearing, they're all confirming what I think I already know. I'm just not good enough. Well, it turns out I was suffering from full-onset imposter syndrome. In her 2008 article, Overcoming Imposter Syndrome, I think it's Jill Corkendale defines imposter syndrome as a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persist despite evidence success. At this point, I was less than 3,000 words from finishing my third novel. Three. Three novels. Completed. I've seen a story published in a literary magazine. And I have several writers who look up to me as some type of authority on writing. I'm successful at my craft in my own right. I'm leading a writing group that I have led for the last seven years. So why is it that I felt like the completion of this novel means nothing? Because it's just another novel that's going to sit unpublished, despite the fact that, in my honest opinion and biased. (laughs) It's really good. It's relevant. It challenges the reader to like someone they probably wouldn't like out of mere misunderstanding and first impressions in real life. This book, if given the chance, could really be something. But despite knowing all of this, I wallowed for two days. On the second day, though, I made myself really think about what was going on. Yes, on the first day, my insides were upside down and churning without me thinking beyond how absolutely desolate I was feeling. But the next day, I sat in the sun, thank you, North Carolina, for your wonky weather, and I made myself think about all the things that 
we're holding up my progress. Yes, there are eyes looking with increased scrutiny at every published word. That isn't a bad thing. Is it scary that I might end up on the dark side of that attention one day? Hell yeah. But I know this special attention, or what we perceive as special attention, and some people particularly perceive it as something directed to white authors, of which I am. I know that this special attention, even if it seems unfair and unwarranted to some, I know it's mostly being done with the best intentions. It is time that we become more inclusive with our work. It's time that if we are, if we are adding people from other cultures and other backgrounds, we do that in a way that is authentic to those people and not in a way that we feel like is authentic. Because just like with them, if they're writing white characters, they need to make sure that they're being authentic. I think it's a good thing that now we're having this sort of accountability. Not that I can't write a book about a character outside of my whiteness. That's not what's being said, even though that's what's being perceived. It's that accountability that if we're going to take that step and we're going to write about something that's so outside of who we are, we are responsible for portraying that in a very authentic way. And I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm big on accountability. <laughs> so yes, I'm scared that one day I'll be on the bad side of that. But I'm overall, I feel good. I mean, I like that we have this increased accountability and I'm willing to take the chance of putting stuff out there with diverse characters involved because I know I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure that I am being as authentic as possible. Yes, I'm getting back to, <laughs> so that I don't go off on this little, um, not rant, not tirade, but on this little path. The second thing I was worried about is the fact that Donald Mass's writing the breakout novel basically is telling me that you're not going to write the breakout novel. Despite that, Yes, according to this book, I'm probably not going to see the success that I once imagined in this new world of bestseller or super bestseller, because that's where we are now. It's it's like American Dirt, for instance, to not to discuss the, the more criticized point, but I am seeing this book everywhere, everywhere. And I'm just astounded by how many advertising dollars have been put into this book. And then I'm thinking, how many other books is this publisher releasing around the same time that are not getting those advertising dollars? And I've been reading about it for a while, and it seems like that's a really huge problem in the publishing industry, is dollars aren't being allotted in a way that benefits everyone, because they're all going for, let's make the most money, and what's going to make the most money? A highly criticized book, I would imagine. Not going down that path. So I probably won't see the success that I once imagined for myself, that I once hoped for for myself. But I think I'll see moderate success. And I know that I have to be okay with that. I have to keep redefining what I think of when I think of success. I'm still going to be reaching for the top, but... I think that my idea of success has to keep evolving as I keep evolving. Yes, my social media presence is subpar. I have less than 2,000 followers on Twitter, less than 500 on Instagram. It is an ideal to some agents and publishers, but the great writers who came before me didn't have social media either. Donald Mass's book may be telling me super success isn't likely, but it's also telling me how important word of mouth is, and that's something that was around well before social media. 
It may make things a bit slower, and I may still be rejected based on my lack of numbers, but it doesn't mean I don't have a chance. Yes, there are a lot of writers in the world going after what I am going after, but there are also 7 billion people in the world, and 86% of them can read. In short, there are enough readers to go around, brain, especially considering not all readers only read one author. And finally, yes, there are plenty of authors who get one book deal and don't get another from the publisher. I know a couple. It's not the end of the world, and to be honest, that's a bridge to cross if or when I get to it. On the third day, I got back to work adding another 4,000 words to the manuscript to bring its total to a little over 83,000. In case you're trying to do the math, before my breakdown, I had a very productive week. I added 11,000 words in three days. This book was ready to be finished, and I was ready to finish it. Now, two weeks later, Catching Fireflies has been to the editor. I got the notes back this morning. They're good. In fact, they're far better than I expected. I'm working on my query letter, the first draft of which I completed this morning, and I sent it to my mentor before I started recording. I'm feeling good again. I know the imposter syndrome is going to creep up on me again at some point, but I hope by then I've signed with an agent. Or I've had some requests for full manuscripts, at least. <laughs> I might be able to talk myself down a bit easier if it looks like I'm getting somewhere. So that's it for this week. I did a really short episode because I've got a lot going on, but I didn't want to go for three weeks without doing an episode. And right now I'm preparing for... Um, a webinar that I'm doing on Thursday. After that webinar, I'm submitting the first 10 pages of Catching Fireflies and my query letter to the agent who is hosting the webinar. So I need to get all of that ready. And it's going to take me a couple of days to get all the notes and all the, the stuff implemented from my editor. So I'm cutting it short this week, but <laughs> um, next week I'll be back. Please excuse my lack of episodes for this year. I know that there's been a couple of times in the last two months that I've skipped a week. This time I skipped two weeks. I am trying to do better. I am a human and I am trying to constantly improve. So please do not begrudge me my lack of consistency at this point. I am working on it. <laughs> um, next week, I'm going to revisit the goals that I talked about in January, and hopefully I'm going to update you on the status of the dreaded query. I'll let you know how many drafts I had of it before I actually sent it to the agent. If you liked this episode, please give me a like or subscribe or both. I won't be upset if you share me with your friends. The more the merrier. For those local, I'm hosting a workshop in May with a couple of writer pals. We'll be talking about making time for your writing, how to write engaging short fiction, and how to turn your memories into essays. The Find the Writer in You workshop will run from 9.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. on May 2nd, 2020 at the Ashborough Public Library in Ashboro, North Carolina. It's free and open to the public. I encourage you to join us if you're nearby. As usual, if you'd like to see what I have going on, you can check out saywordbeller.com or you can find me on Instagram and Twitter using the handle at saybeller. There is a Twitter account for this podcast, at writingthingpod. If you want to go on over there and follow me, that's great. I follow everybody back because I'm desperate. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and coming back every week. I hope you have a super fantastic week and a very productive writing week. See you next time. Bye.